Welcome in to another edition of the Train With The Best podcast. I'm Craig Hoffman. Chris Gorez. He's on the phone, as you likely can hear. And uh, this is, Chris, I think the earliest in the day we have ever recorded a podcast. Uh, yeah, 8 a.m. Yeah, I think it is. You record. Yeah, uh, so I will just say, like, Chris is, if Chris has morning voice, uh, his is gets to hide on the phone. Mine, you are getting the sweet, dulcet tones of what I sound like when I have not done anything yet, except for walk down the stairs, set up the roadcaster, and uh, call Chris. This is what you get. Is this the, the, the pre-coffee voice? Pre-coffee, pre-water, pre... I should have I should have had some water. I should have, you know, maybe done some singing or something to... Uh, you know, horrify anyone who could hear me and warm up my vocal cords. But instead, you just get this uh, kind of thing going on. Yeah. Maybe, I, get some, maybe get some Fruit Loops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke. Uh, yeah. Relative to... Uh, it's, it's, a fun, it's an inside joke we can tell um, that I think we probably mentioned on the pod before. But when we were down in... We when we were down in Florida, if you're new to our podcast uh, or don't remember, uh, we had our Onyx performance camp in January, and uh, we had uh, some players that were not taking care of their, themselves as we would like to see, and so uh, I lashed out against Fruit Loops because I was tired <laughs> of seeing them eat them for breakfast and then them wondering why they were getting hurt in sessions. You feel yeah. yourself on sugar, you have nothing in your tank. So uh, I became yeah. the Fruit Loop. Uh, the that Fruit became, Loops. That became a thing. Yeah. And then, and and then, of course, Chris, because he's Chris, had to sit down in front of all the players and eat a giant bowl of Fruit Loops while going. I'm not trying to earn a bleeping contract. <laughs> yeah, you did that. Oh, you jerk. I did that. Okay. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I probably did. Uh, I don't really eat Fruit Loops though. That's not my thing. No, I mean like once a year. Yeah, sure. Once a year. I, I'm actually curious to see. So uh, we were recording this at 8 a.m. No, you know what? It wasn't Fruit Loops. I ate, like, a, the waffle. I had a like I had been saving up for the waffle because I don't want to eat a waffle every day. That's true. Like, That's true. It was a waffle. It was a but waffle. I think, like, didn't you put whipped cream and everything on it? Yeah, I put everything. Like, if you're going to do it, just fucking do it, right? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to go and get vegan ice cream because I want to be healthy but also kind of cheat. Like, you got to go all the way in. Thanks. So if I'm going to go get ice cream, I'm going to go get like some real ice cream. And if I'm going to have a waffle, I'm going to do it right. I got the whole whipped cream and like chocolate chips, caramel drizzle or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not going to have like the, the, the gluten free vegan quinoa waffle with like some weird topping. going to do it. Man. So we had our Jersey reveal shoots this past week, um, which are coming out Washington spirit Jersey reveal on thursday and let me tell you the video that we shot actually there's two videos that we have that are both sick and i am so pumped for the world to finally see them uh but on on set at the shoot nicole our player relations person uh who's amazing brought us all roti um so that we had some food and so the players had food and there's some leftovers and so one of them was a gluten-free vegetable something and man yeah Gluten-free pita? That 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 ain't it. That's not the move. Here, here, here's where you started. Here's the wrong thing. You started with, here's what was left over. 
there's a reason why he was left <laughs> over. Your boy was trying to avoid like, having yeah. to buy groceries before he went to Utah. So I was right. like, all right, it's an extra meal. Let me take it. How bad could it be? Um, the yeah. answer was, uh, I mean, look, the vegetables and everything and the sauces, like it was still fine. You just, the, the gluten-free pita, I'm trying like, I've been trying to figure out what it looks like. It looks like somebody spilled glue. That's, yeah. that's, uh, it's that like kind of translucent white thing, but it's food. And I ate it, but like it tasted like it looked. So yeah. that wasn't, that wasn't great. So yeah, eat your gluten. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> that could be an episode yeah. title. Um, so right. the reason we are recording at 8.15 in the morning uh, is because I am on a plane today at noon with the Washington Spirit. Uh, go and pick up the North Carolina Courage in Raleigh, and then out to Utah we go uh, for the NWSL Challenge Cup. And uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, I'm excited to head out there. This this tournament's going to be really exciting. Um, unfortunately, we're down to eight teams now uh, as six Orlando Pride players and four staff members tested positive for covid um, reportedly some one of their young players or a couple of their young players went out uh, to a bar uh, and got it and uh, then it spread. So not great. And uh, there's probably going to be some implications for those players uh, it's, it, throughout the, you know, I, who knows, you know, it depends on who it is, but it's the kind of thing that you could, could haunt you for a while, which, you know, is unfortunate, but it's a decision they made. But that means Orlando is out, and uh, we got eight teams going out to Utah. Uh, we play four knockout round games, and then that's all for seeding, and then get into the the tournament play where we have uh, you know quarterfinal, semifinals, finals. So um, I'm excited, man. I, this is going to be fun. You know, our players and um, players all around the league have been working really hard. A couple of the big names in U.S. soccer are sitting out: uh, Kristen Press, uh, Tobin Heath, Megan Rapino, but. Uh, Rose Lavelle's playing for us. Julie Ertz is playing for Chicago, as is Alyssa Nair. Um, you know, every, most, most of the stars of the league are playing, and I, I'm just excited to get out there. And, you know, we're really lucky that our sport is a lot smaller than some, which allowed us to, to start faster and, and do some things that others can't. But um, this should be a lot of fun, dude, and I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to watch sports again. And, and I know this Saturday is the, the kickoff. That'll be the first game, and, I think it'll be good for, for people to um, just root for something again. You know, watch watch some live sports. I mean, I know we've had some MMA and some NASCAR stuff, which I've gotten into recently. But, you know, to, to go out there and watch a, a live soccer game again, I think it'll be good for a lot of people. Yeah, so one of the things that um, was super interesting for us is, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, it is what it is. Uh, our first game got moved. We were the, the team that got picked to move from a June 30th start to an opening night start. So North Carolina, Portland, still the opener, 1230 Eastern on CBS. And then that night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Mountain Time. For us, um, we take on Chicago on June 27th. And so we were talking about this with Richie last night on his show, but our periodization had to change. Because all of a sudden we've been preparing for a game six days from now that's now three days from now. So from your asking you to do your job real quick, strength coach, uh, what uh, you know if you were Michael Minthorn, uh, our guy, like what would you be trying to do to to shift that around? Uh, 
Um, I mean, well, you've been leading up to this for months, so it's not like it's going to be a huge change. It doesn't change everything that you've been doing for months. Yeah. Um, it really is just a, it really is just a period of um, moving around a couple of days that last week, right? So, like, you know, your last probably hard day is going to be three or four days before wherever your competition is. So maybe you were planning on one or two more hard days before we get up and, and, and running into the game. So, so now that just gets cut down to one, if that, because then you got your travel days and all, all that other stuff. So, you know, from the periodization standpoint, from, from the month, like it's not going to make that big of an effect, but probably one workout is, is going to get cut in that final week of preparation. Yeah, for sure. Because I know they, you know, Michael and Richie and and Tom, our assistant coach, and Ian, our, our keepers coach. They all they all have their, you know, T minus whatever days until game. Right. right? You have your you have game day is you know G, and then you have G minus one, G minus two, G minus three, and this is language that right. I'm making up on the fly, but I, the concept is is right. People call it different stuff. And then you also have, yeah. and this is what's interesting about the tournament, is you have G plus one, G plus two, G plus three, the, the three days following the game. And at some right. point, that that would intersect with your G minus whatever till the next game. And it's pretty instantaneous because we play, I think, Saturday, Wednesday. I, gotta, I, I don't have the new schedule memorized yet, but I think Saturday, Wednesday where you know that's that's going to be a really interesting thing for uh you know them to figure out is like and that that we already kind of knew um that that would be the schedule we were just starting it earlier starting it on a saturday instead of a wednesday um but yeah so you know you just get into that game day routine but it does stink if you were trying to to peak that one more you know high performance especially out in utah at um at altitude um which will be interesting you know we were talking about this last night too um that getting acclimated it's actually not that bad the first couple of days it's like days four five six so for our second right. game is when it might hit and then by days that, seven eight, hit. Yeah. yeah day seven eight nine you know is when it's going to be tough and so i mean that it'd be interesting because north carolina is our second game and obviously they are traveling with us and also play uh in that opening day so we're at least on the same schedule as them but uh I would say don't expect the best soccer the NWSL has ever seen uh, in that second game between us and North Carolina uh, because no, look, you could I mean, have two dog-tired uh, teams. Yeah, I mean, like, you're jumping in from – you're jumping in from, like, no, no preseason straight into, like, a postseason-style tournament, right? So, like, yeah. this, is, this is really unique. Um, it, it's going to show, like, who prepares really well, um, who's put the work in over, over their – not just the off season, but throughout the entire quarantine, who's who's doing what they need to do to keep themselves strong and fit and all those other things. Um, I think that this is going to matter more than ever um, than it has before in, in terms of having so many games in such a small period and, and, and the way that you're doing it and being launched into this thing. So, you know, for those players who, who put the strength training in, I think I think it's going to show a lot. Um, and that's, and that's negative of what's going to happen with, with the rest of soccer as well. You know, like all these youth teams, they're, they're going to find tournaments to play and they haven't been playing games or anything like that. So I think it's a, I think it's a really, really interesting time for, for athletes. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, obviously other sports are going to deal with it as well. You know, you'll see who's been able to stay in shape and who hasn't. And, 
you know, whether, you know, the NBA fought for some preseason and, and you know, they have the, the finish of the regular season to kind of get back in shape. And that's, that's, I think the, the good thing for us and our, the way our tournament layout is you only have to win the last three. The first four games are all for seeding. And while, yes, you want to play well, that's your chance to get back into shape. That's your chance to try something strategically to do all that. And then game on for the, the knockout round. So off we go. Right. June 27th, 10 p.m. CBS All Access uh, is, is our first game. The tournament's first game for the NWSL is at 12.30 on CBS, as in the network, as in, yes, big CBS, which is really cool. And so is our championship game. So excited to partner with them and see how the uh, the game broadcasts go. The Train With The Best podcast is powered by Super Coffee. Super Coffee, a thing I haven't had yet, which means this ad read could be an adventure. Super Coffee is a unique blend of organic coffee, high-quality protein, and MCTs from coconut oil that help power your brain function, which is something I need so much right now. But did you know that on top of the Super Coffee recipe, the original, and the Super Espresso recipe, and all of the original Super products, there is more good new stuff from Super Coffee. And it's plant-based. Yes. I was actually talking to someone yesterday who said, you know, I had to give up super coffee because I went vegan for a while. And I was like, not anymore. You can have plant-based super creamer in French vanilla flavor, which is delicious. Or you can have plant-based super coffee in coconut mocha, also delicious. And not only that, it's not just plant-based. It is keto, vegan, and Whole30 friendly. So no matter your diet no matter your restrictions there is now a super coffee for you check it out at drinksupercoffee.com use the code TWTB for 25% off TWTB as in train with the best for 25% off check out the new caramel flavor as well at drinksupercoffee.com it's all from Ketu Life Incorporated who reminds you that if you can change your energy you can change the world the Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus, and we have exciting news from Momentus, and that is they have a new product, and we have a new code with more savings for you to celebrate. Yes. The new product, collagen. Momentus's collagen peptide formula has been proven to help long-term joint health, provide resilience against injury, and faster return to play. Things that with a hamstring injury you will hear more about for me in just a few minutes on the pod, I need desperately. For optimal results, you consume it daily, about 45 to 60 minutes before training, but even, you know, maybe just do it in your morning coffee. That That is a popular way to consume collagen. As long as you consume it daily, you will see the results. It's so good. It's flavorless. It mixes really easy. I've been using it for a couple, uh, for about a week now. Um, I am going to bring it with me out to Utah and I'm excited to continue to see the results. Um, it's, you know, it's momentous. It means that if there's a new product, if there is something that, uh, they create, it is going to be top of the line in every single way from quality to flavor, which in this case is flavorless to mixability, just they know what they're doing and they do not put out stuff that is anything less than perfect. So make sure you check it out right now. And here is the new code that we have. Train with the best 25. And this is why this new code is important. 
Remember what I just said about using collagen consistently for best results? Well, that means you're going to want to get a subscription on Momentus' site when you order. So that way you can save constantly. You don't just buy it once and all of a sudden you're paying full price. Well, our code now allows you to do that. Train with the best 25 will get you 25% off your first subscription order and then 15% all recurring subscriptions. So that first time you buy it, you're getting it for 25% off. And then the second time they, they charge you for your second bottle, which will happen automatically with that subscription, which is a great feature. So you just, you kind of figure out, okay, and you can, by the way, their subscriptions can be a, any number of weeks from like two to eight. So if you, it takes you two months to get through a bottle and you only are going to pay this six times a year, like, okay, so fine, so be it. Um, but you don't have to remember or try to time it out. If you can just use it consistently and kind of understand when you're going to run out, you can set up your subscription to come right then and there. But any recurring subscription is 15% off. So train with the best 25, 25% off your first subscription, 15% off all recurring. Go right now. And that works not just for the collagen, but for any momentous product. And I do believe, by the way, uh, since this is a new code uh, and it's, you know, our codes are first time use only, then uh, you can use this code even if you've done bought stuff with our other code before. So that's pretty sweet. So basically, this is like a reset for our entire audience, not just people who are buying for the first time and have been suffering through my ad reads for Momentus time and time again for months and months on end. So go check it out. Train with the best 25, livemomentous.com. Get you some of that new collagen. Set up your subscriptions for your proteins and all the other stuff that you've gotten from Momentus. They're the absolute best, just unbelievable company uh, that, that, helps fuel the best athletes in the world and uh well i guess we are trained with the best so you know you know what we say if you're gonna train with the best you better recover with the best and that's why we choose momentous and i guess that's why they chose us meanwhile back in east coast land uh how is how is the return to what what phase are we in now phase two phase three uh how how is the reopening of onyx went I think I think we're still in phase two, technically. I think but, so too. You know, I feel like Northern Virginia and and Richmond are still in phase two, and everyone else is in phase three in Virginia. But nobody cares about that. How is reopening Onyx been? So so what's funny is like the city of Richmond is in phase two, and then like surrounding is in a, a different phase. But yeah. even then, they I don't think phase three has happened for anybody yet. So we're still all in phase two. We've just been in phase two a little bit longer. Um, the opening has been great. A lot of people were eager and excited to come back and start working out um and, and we're eager and excited to start working out back in back in our gym and our the model for us hasn't necessarily changed that much in the sense that yeah we have a few teams that we have the richmond kickers the pro team that comes in and we work them out and that's obviously been halted but a lot of our stuff is one-on-one or small groups so we've been able to, to execute those groups just been a lot more cleaning on our end like wiping everything down making sure that uh, we, we sanitize everything in between uses. So there's been a little bit more diligence from us. But as far as, as working out, I think it's been great to, to just get back in and rem- remind ourselves of, of how blessed we are to have this, this awesome facility. Because for for two or two and a half months or whatever it was, I was out there on the field and making do. And yeah, that was kind of fun too, just going back out and, and going back to the roots of trying to create things and create workouts and get the most out of you can out of the little bit that you have in your in your trunk and i tend to have a little bit more in my trunk than most do yeah but um 
yeah, just, just getting back in and getting to use the Kaisers again and getting to throw weights around and, and hear the weights banging. I mean, that's a that's been a, an awesome thing for the last couple of weeks. How have clients responded? Like, how many of your clients have said, like, hey, I'd actually prefer to still work out at the field because I don't feel safe yet being indoors anywhere versus wanting to come back in the facility? I don't think any. There aren't any clients that have been training with me that have said, hey, I'd rather stay outside. Um, And most of that is, one, we can go back inside the AC because it's been pretty hot outside. Yeah. and then, and then too, like, like I said, like our facility is not like most facilities. It's a pretty large facility. You can space out. You can still feel comfortable. You can still work out hard and feel like you're not breathing on somebody or nobody's breathing on you. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been fun to open the doors back up. How have you had to adjust your coaching? Like, do you stay where, you know, you, you used to be able to give tactile cues and all that kind of stuff. Do you stay away and just have to go all verbal? Yeah, well, no, you can still give like visual cues. You're just not standing right next. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, you can't you can't go up and yeah. be like, "Hey, uh, you can't like go up and poke someone on the hip and be like, all right, you want to feel this here or whatever like that.' So you're not you, you're you're kind of creating right. a bubble around your clients. Yeah, we're giving them space, and, and all of our coaches are wearing masks during the session. Um, so it, it it's been difficult, but you get around it. I mean, we we've, we've taken out all the bands and the ropes because. That, that was specifically named in the phase two guidelines that you can't use those because those are hard to clean or desanitize completely mm. in between uses. So um, our, our model, not our model, but our workouts have changed a little bit because we do so much with bands. So we've, we've found other ways to do things like loop activation. But yeah, I mean, we go and we, we do our, we do our demonstrations. They can still see us and we can still coach. We just can't be right on top of you. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I need to pack my bands because uh, I have no idea what access I'll have to stuff out there. Um, Speaking of last topic today. So uh, we've talked about hamstring rehab before in part because uh, I pulled my hamstring before, but uh, I have been rehabbing my hamstring um, and it's been interesting. And I I just figured it'd be a good topic for us to chop up for three, four minutes. Um, But it's been interesting because I haven't been in a weight room and you know, Last time that I, I pulled it, I was actually, you know, I pulled it at Onyx when I was down in Richmond. And so I had access to your guys facility to start my rehab and then ultimately, uh, came back here and worked out in my gym and, and all that. But I've basically been stuck and especially the last, you know, basically as soon as I pulled it, I had to give back like all the equipment that I had or almost all the equipment that I had. I had my own stuff, but all the stuff that I was renting from the gym, um, I had to give back. And so it's been really interesting to try to do this without weights. Um, a lot of like eccentric glider curls and, you know, getting back into some, you know, basically tying up a single leg, uh, you know, hamstring curl where I tie up a band on, on my couch and then, you know, use that around my ankle and, and curl it in things like that. But I mean, the biggest thing I've been trying to do is just trying to push my limits on the quote unquote running. I still can't run more than, oh, I still can't run, run period. But I, you know, even yesterday was the most I've done. And I was, I was able to get up to 60, 65% pace, um, probably 70, maybe even percent pace. And, but only for like a hundred yards, maybe. 
um, and and so right. things like that. Of you know, there's no. And it was interesting. I was talking to a PT friend of mine, and she's like, "Yeah, the the dosing is kind of you know wonky on on hamstring rehab." And I think what I've been trying to do is like just push it as far as you can. Don't re-injure, and then let it heal. Uh, and and see where you at where you're at the next day. And I guess so far so good because I haven't re-injured it yet. Uh, yeah, so far so good. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody's pain tolerance is going to be a little bit different, but you definitely don't want to push it to the point where you feel like you're doing more damage than good, right? So it always starts out with things that we talked about, right? right? We've got to mobilize it, we've got to stabilize it, and then strengthen it. That's really what it's all about. So you go out there and, and maybe you're not, maybe your running workouts aren't really running. Maybe it's just a lot of marching. Mm-hmm. Um, build, build yourself, build yourself up to skipping, and that's a that's a good way to start working on the mechanics anyway. Because maybe maybe there was something faulty there that led to the hamstring pull in the first place, right? So like maybe you start working on when you're when you're driving down your march, thinking about firing that glute and, and driving downwards uh, through the balls of the feet versus like reaching out in front of you, or you know those are those are things wall drill getting up against the wall and doing some marching there, um, usually that's going to light up your quads a little bit more than it will strain your hamstrings. And then, of course, you get in there and you, you strengthen the hamstrings with your eccentric glider curls or your stability ball curls or whatever whatever different type of curl that you have available to you that day. Um, TRX ones are, are really good uh, once you can build up to it. Uh, yeah, and, and, and again, it's just, like you said, do what you can and then give yourself a chance to recover from it. Yeah, and that's been the the tough part. Yeah, I definitely did uh, earlier on, um, and I probably should even do more of it now. But I always do it in my warm ups, you know, as I'm getting ready to to try to push it a little bit. The marching and the skipping, and, and especially the marching, because that was a great indicator early on for me of like, okay, where am I at today? Because you know, there when I first started, I couldn't even get into like a single march. Like that day, the day that after I pulled it, like. I could barely lift oh, yeah. my, my leg up to, you know, ankle yeah, height, yeah. you know? And so right. you, you start there and, you know, then, okay, I can get into a full range of motion march, but I have to move slowly to now I can pretty much march at full speed. And then the other thing too is I've seen this called juggling, dribbling. Um, I learned it from, from Dan Pfaff in a presentation that I watched of his online. Um, but it's kind of like just a mini cycle over and starting that at ankle so you get in the the you know you talk about mobilizing you get in the the pattern and the rhythm of of having that hip turn over a little bit even though it's not a full-on sprint but you get like this little mini circle and you start ankle height dribbling um is another term for it um and so you start ankle height and then you come up to shin height then you're at knee height um, and then you can you can kind of do it in a full range and you know doing that and getting a little bit of hamstring extension as you go and building up the tolerance for that I think was helpful as well um, and now I'm to the point where I can kind of run a little bit um, and, and it felt good yesterday and you know I've, I've tried not to really count reps other than you know n- like not really have a goal in mind like oh, I got to do 10 today it's like all right I'm going to do one at a time. I'm going to count to keep track of where I am, but hopefully I'm going farther and faster and doing a little bit more than I did last time. And, and luckily we, I've stayed on that progression where, you know, yesterday I wound up, you know, doing probably nine or 10, you know, 
full speed acceler or you know relatively full speed accelerations within the first five ten yards and then you jog it out and you know be able to maintain some level of speed over the next you know 60 yards that i that i went right yeah i mean i i know one of the things one of the things that i do is i do a lot of skipping right like skipping over 100 yards for, for mm. my people who are coming back off of really any type of leg injury or any type of injury that is going to alter mechanics, right? We start with a lot of skipping because skipping just gives you two ground contacts to do what would normally be done in one ground contact when you're just running or bouncing. So, you know, like if you, if you skip off of your one leg, then that's like first leg that drops down that first foot that touches, that's going to help stabilize. And then your other foot comes down to give you that push. Whereas when you're running, that's all done on one foot in, in the same amount of time. So it just gives you a little bit more ground contact, a little bit more time to create the stabilization and the power that you want um, without without really having to stress your leg the way that you would if you're sprinting. So I, I love skipping patterns, all, all, the, all the different skipping patterns that you and I know, uh, but then just regular just skipping over 100 yards and doing that, those instead of sprints for 100 yeah, and that was actually something I did a lot of earlier too with the skipping was mixing up the patterns a little bit, um, doing some some lateral skipping, for instance, because that that hurt less. Um, you know, pushing off for me laterally where the hamstring pull was seemed to feel yeah. less risky than than going forward. So was able to mix it up yeah. again, mobilizing, getting that stability through the ground contacts like you're talking about. Um, and I've kept on doing that and. Um, I, I like the long range skipping. I'm, I'm going to have to mess with that when I get out to Utah. Um, and I'm bummed. I got to, well, as soon as I'm done with this, I got to, I got to put my rower out of, out of sight so that my roommates don't have to stare at it for a month. I got to move that up to my room, but that's been nice too, to be able to maintain the cardio on the rower. Um, but yeah. I, I'm hoping that there's, there's one of those out there in Utah. Uh, cause it's, it's not like I can go for a run cause I'm hurt. Uh, and also, uh, the altitude, I'm just going to die. <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah, feel dude, extra pathetic. It, it, you know, it's you know, for me, when, whenever I go to Colorado or, or Utah or Arizona, it's not necessarily even the altitude or the heat; it's just the dryness of the air that gets me. Mm. Right, I start getting that cotton mouth and, and like feeling like I need to be drinking water constantly, or or I'm gonna dehydrate and die. So it's the, it's the dryness of the air that gets me more than the altitude. Honestly, that's kind of how my mouth feels right now. So I say we end this podcast and I go get some coffee. Add some water. Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Hey, man, I'll uh, I'll probably talk to you when I'm out there for sure. Um, I will say for the podcast audience, we make no promises for the next couple of months, uh, or not the next couple of months, next couple of weeks while I'm out in Utah. I will definitely try to hit Chris up and see if we can find a time to record. I was looking at some of our schedules today. There are some windows that we might be able to do it, uh, but I'm just not sure what my schedule is going to be, how busy I'll be. So um, if we wind up taking a a couple week hiatus, the pod is not over. The pod is not dead. We can't wait to come back. Uh, Use the new momentous code, buy all of the protein that your your heart desires and your muscles desire because that's where protein goes but your heart is a muscle figure that one out uh so hopefully we'll uh hopefully we'll be back next week but uh, if not we will talk to you guys very soon uh for chris i'm craig thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on the train with the best podcast